Hey Accounting Nation, Adrian Law here, Accounting Coach and Mentor, and welcome to another episode of the Vancouver Accounting Experience, the podcast for accounting students and aspiring CPAs. And how is everyone uh, on this very fine uh, Sunday evening? And uh, first of all, I have to apologize. It's been a real long time since my last podcast episode. I've just been really busy with life and family and financial reporting and uh, quarter ends and year ends and uh, well, all that's sort of slowed down now and I'm hoping to get back to the podcast on a regular basis but if I don't, know that I'm always thinking about it and I do try and put out regular posts on LinkedIn. Uh, so at least I'm there. But the podcast takes a bit of time and thinking and uh, it gets a bit messy. But anyway, so welcome to the episode. And in this episode, I am chatting with a young gentleman who I met on LinkedIn. His name was Chetan. And he had a lot of questions about uh, potentially changing careers and immigrating from India to Canada. And if he could get his credits transferred and how could he get into the CPA program. When, where should he immigrate to? So he had a bunch of questions, and I think a, a lot of that is relevant because I do meet a lot of people overseas who are interested in coming to Canada to begin their CPA careers. So I think that's great. It's probably is a bit tricky right now with COVID, but I think that's starting to loosen up, and a lot of people are getting their vaccinations and shots. So probably uh, I think that can be uh, a real reality for a lot of people aspiring to come to Canada. As for the CPA program, that's a bit uh, tricky too in terms of transfer credits and all that. Now, I'm not the expert and all that, but there are resources that I was able to direct chat into. But I think th the biggest piece of value in this podcast comes at the very end where I'm talking about being grateful for what you have. And gratitude leads to possibilities and possibilities leads to you know, being just being positive in life. And I think that is just being more practical, right? So being grateful for who we are and what we have and however bad things may seem, I think with the right perspective and gratitude, we can really remain positive in life and whatever challenge comes our way, whether or not, you know, life is difficult, can't find a job, we don't have a house, we have problems with immigration, all those things seem inconsistent you know, really insignificant compared to real problems that are out there. So I think gratitude and a bit of perspective really leads to positivity. And then there's all kinds of possibilities then we're able to really do anything. And I think if you listen to that section, it'll really help you out. And uh, I think that is some real value that all of you can really take with. All right, until on that note, let's get right into the podcast and listen to our chat uh, between myself and Chetan. Let's go. Welcome to the Vancouver Accounting Experience, the podcast where accountants share their stories, their careers, their experiences, and their special moments of inspiration they encountered along the way to their professional designation. And now your host, Adrian Law. So hopefully you're doing well. And uh, yes. so how can I help you? How can I help you? Yes, thank you, Adrian. Actually, Adrian, uh, by profession, I am like, you know, chartered secretary. If you might have, you know, heard about chartered secretary. I have never heard uh, of a chartered secretary. Chartered secretary, see, what they do is, uh, you know, they conduct board meetings in like, you know, public companies. And uh, okay. in India, every public company, like, you know, having a certain, like, you know, amount of like paid up capital, they need to, uh, like, you know, they need to have a chartered secretary on their board. 
and charter right. secretary you know would do all sort of you know these regulatory compliances and all and they would also like you know uh, sign that uh, financial statement okay. so this is our role so right. we need to like comply certain rules you know uh, you know just to you know just just for company to like you know uh, like uh, go through with their you know you know with their uh, you know uh, this thing so uh, charter secretary is like some sort of course in which we have elements of uh, like financial accounting and cost accounting okay. everything but not extensively but uh, i am i am uh, you know uh, this commerce graduate as well but i did my graduation in 2007 to 2 to 10 i am 30 30 year old and i was just like you know thinking to go for acca in india but then like, you know because of work and all i'm not able to like you know uh, go through with this space because Uh, we have six day working and uh, like almost we we have to work like eight to ten hours per day, so like you know we don't have that much time to prepare for uh, this ACCA. So I just thought about like you know getting myself for this uh, you know just get into this this expert entry, and I have like you know I have my profile I have everything in place but you know Canada is not like inviting people from outside of It's their country. It's probably tough right now. <laughs> so and again if they see if they start invite you know if they start inviting candidates from outside india then, sorry uh, from from out, outside canada that then also like you know it would you know it would take another year and year and a half so i thought that you know i should start at some point so i should start uh, now why why should i wait more than you know like 2 to 3 to 4 months it's been like you know it's, right. it's already been a long time so let's see so right now you're working as a corporate secretary Yeah, corporate secretary. Okay, and uh, so you are looking to effectively change careers. You want to change, change careers. Change career. Change career. And your. Uh, I know the career. Like you know, it is not completely like you know, uh, completely like you know something totally different. It is not like you know totally different for me. But yeah, yeah I know like like you know what accounts uh, like you know what account is. But yes, I'm not like you know familiarized uh, like you know with 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 all these terms and all. But yeah. I had to sign, like you know, as I as I told you, I I I had to sign financial statements of company. Mm-hmm. So I need to, you know, I have uh, this expertise that you know I can go through accounts. I can like you know go through, you know, the balance sheet and uh, right. profit and loss account. But I'm not able to like you know prepare one because I haven't prepared. Yeah, no, I understand. You for sure as a corporate secretary, you are involved with board meetings. You're involved yeah. with public companies. You have to learn how to yeah. read financial statements. Yes. So. That's one part. Although I'm not that familiar with the designation you have, but I'm sure yeah. you know there are there are also multiple legal aspects that corporate secretaries yeah. will have to know and have expertise with that kind of thing. I mean, the profession of accountant is very different, where you're yeah. a trusted advisor with business expertise, whether it's going to be yeah. finance, accounting, tax. Uh, yeah. So they can be involved in as a CFO or you know decisions with how to uh, allocate funds and capital yeah. and investments or mm. you know that sort of thing. Or it could be related to audit. It could be re- related to controls. Pretty much the whole finance and accounting, audit and yeah. insurance function and organization will fall under that scope. So it's a little bit. It's. It's um, there may be some uh, cross skills that are yeah. used between, like you mentioned, financial reporting and understanding accounts, but it's going to be very different. So, so yeah. have you talked to some people, accountants, and you are you sure you want to get into accounting, or you are not sure? You're trying to decide. 
I'll tell you. You know, I have done my uh, like you know plus two like after after your high school, right. after your high school like you know uh, we have two years like you know pre uh, they call it like pre university, in which you know you you know you need to choose uh, a subject. I like you know people choose science or commerce, so I chose I chose uh, commerce, okay. in which uh, we had like you know elements uh, again like you know I chosen you know this thing, and accountancy. So I know you know this uh, basic you know accountancy. Uh, okay in depth and then i like you know as i started my first job i started my first job in 2016 right in a real estate company in which i used to work as a as a chartered you know as a corporate secretary and my uh, my work was you know to to deal with internal auditors and external external auditors mm-hmm. and uh, tax accountants and even uh, like you know chartered accountants in uh, like you know we call chartered accountants in india yeah. so i used to deal with them so i used okay. to take inputs that uh, that you know how it is to see i used to work in uh, i used you know i used to work in word i i i always like you know wanted to work in numbers because numbers was something that you know i am like like you know proficient in see okay. uh, i had handled like you know uh, sort of like you know some uh, arrangements in which like you know the finance was the you know uh, you know was the main part accountancy was the you know was the main part Right. So I am like you know good with numbers, this I know. But uh, when I talk about you know you know a career change, I don't like you know like uh, getting into law too much because uh, if I knew uh, that you know this is my passion, I would have just like you know done it better. Would you would have gone to like law school, or you would have done something yeah. else, right? Something okay, makes else. sense. Or, All right, so so you are quite sure you want to get into it, or you are already committed? Yes. Committed? I have, I have already like you know. committed myself that you know this is something i really want to do okay. by my heart okay so then so we've got that out of the way so now you go you're yes. going for it right and yes. so now going forward your question is well i guess my question is do you want to start your accounting studies in india or in canada actually i wanted to like you know start uh, with acca but uh, at la- but but i but like see i thought that you know why don't i go to canada because uh, that that you know this this thing you know was in my mind for a, like you know very long time that i that you know i want to go to canada to start okay. my life yeah because you know there are like certain things that you know okay canada you know is like you know welcoming country and at the same time i can use my skills out there and i can like you know uh, this uh, like you know move to this country and cp is something that that i like so everything is like you know falling in you know in right place so i thought right. like, why well, should i start uh, in 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 canada for sure yeah i mean if you have so you're talking about immigrating to canada yeah immigrating to canada. okay so obviously that can be a bit tricky in this yes. global climate right now but from yes, what yes. so i mean there are people who have their acca already mm-hmm. Yes. and they can come to canada and they can transfer that acca into a cpa designation yes by challenging the final exam i believe that's the case i'm not an yes. expert and all that but there are people who are yes. with the cpa designation the body that runs the cpa um, designation they'll know all of these like mechanics and the requirements but if you're yes. already a chartered accountant in india there is a way for you to translate that into a cpa designation in yes. canada and there yes. is also a 
I believe, a Chartered Accountant Association, an Indian Chartered Accountant Association in Canada, in multiple parts of Canada, and there's one here in BC as well. Mm. Uh, so there is a whole like association. So it's probably mm. very common. There's probably a lot mm. of Indian Chartered Accountants who have it's come to Canada good. and are practicing. Yeah. So yes. if you want, I can send you contacts from them because I know I know yes, some yes. of them. So that's probably something you're going to be very interested in. People yes. who have okay. kind of gone through the path that you want to go through. Yes. I guess you're also wondering if you should just skip the ACCA mm-hmm. in India and then just try and start the CCA in Canada, right? Yes. Um, so let me see. What would you have to go through? You already have a degree. Yes, I have a degree in uh, commerce. You have in a degree. Commerce. So what I understand to begin the CPA program in Canada is you need a bachelor's degree in any background so that mm-hmm. so you have that assuming that's translatable so they will probably need to look at your Indian university transcripts yes. and then once it's good you're good. Yes. And then you will need a certain number of um, accounting and finance related courses that yes. you have. So I'm sure, you, you know, in your commerce degree, you've already probably taken finance, accounting. So mm-hmm. once those are translated and they've been verified that they have the same number of uh, equivalent credits, mm-hmm. you can transfer that over. And then whatever shortfall, they might say, oh, you know, you were able to transfer 10 of your courses, but yes. you're missing you're missing like two or something like that. Yes. You know, one could be like, uh, management information systems you're missing yes. that one and you're missing some advanced finance something like that mm-hmm. so then you mm-hmm. would have to make up maybe two of those courses yes in a, like a canadian institution so i believe mm-hmm. that is something you can do online if you're mm-hmm. able to register as an international student so that mm-hmm. will require probably some sort of like student visa and and, th- and that sort of, um, I guess, prerequisite before you can do that. Yes. And then once you have your degree and once you have your um, required courses, then I believe you can begin the CPA program. Yes. Then, you know, this, this, this PEP and then C, CFE, CFE in Canada. Yeah, so the PEP, I... so the PEP program, and then the mm-hmm. CFE is the final exam. So yes. the PEP program has six modules. Six modules. Six modules. So there, uh, there are like a capstone one, capstone two. So those are the main breadth of accounting. And mm. then there are also electives, which I believe are electives. three and four. So <laughs> electives could be, there could be elective and tax and audit or fi- whatever mm. it is, different specializations. Yes. And then the number five, I believe, is a is a one big case, and then number six is a is a preparation for the final exam, and then mm-hmm. you write the CV, which is the three day exam. Three day exam. Oh, it's a three day exam. It's a three day. So I. So believe, basically. Yeah. So I was just gonna say that if you already uh, had a, a ACCA and you came over here and you wanted to convert that into a mm. CPA, I believe you would have to just write that final exam, pass it, and then you're good. Um, so for you, you would, you would go through the PEP program, the studies, mm-hmm. and then you would just go through, uh, the, I guess, PEP and then write the CV. Um, yes. I don't know if you are, you would be able to start the PEP program 
if you don't have like the proper visas, I don't know how that will work. Yes. But I can reach you. Uh, I can connect you with some people who are with yes. the CPABC so that you can yes. ask them questions and then they can answer. Yes, yes. Yeah, I so think which, that would be so, perfect. So you're probably leaning towards the Canada coming straight and starting that program. Yes. So actually, like, you know, I did my research. I like, you know, I did my extensive research on it. And I saw that, you know, in Canada, you know, for the CPA, they have like 14 prerequisite courses, yes. which I need to complete before I enroll for uh, CPA PEP. PEP. That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, you know, for this, uh, for this prerequisites, either I can like, you know, go to CPA Western Business School WSP, which is uh, completely like, you know, uh, not, you know, it, it will not work for me because, you know, if I go through that, you know, this, this CPA body for uh, like, you know, you know, to prepare for my, this prerequisite courses, right. I will not get student visa because they are not like, you know, designate, uh, designated learning institute. So Makes I need sense. to go to, you know, I need to go to either a college or a university. Makes sense. At, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, to these like colleges, I need to, you know, get uh, a course, which is like, you know, which can give me uh, credits for uh, CPA, pre CPA prerequisite uh equivalency I, yes. think, I think something like that makes sense so yeah so i i just thought that you know okay i'll just i'll just i'll just like like you know check some colleges and all so i checked a couple of colleges so they what they give uh they give me that you know they have two years of like you know this this postgrad dip, uh, diploma even okay. after like completion of that postgrad diploma what uh what i would need after that two years of diploma again i would need to like you know sit for four three to four at least three to four papers uh, you know, just to like, you know, get to get to CPA PEP. So it would take around three years for me to, you know, reach to this uh, CPA PEP level. So is it is it worth worthwhile? Mm, I or I don't else? know. I don't yeah. know if that would be required for you, though. Like I said, I, I, I am not the expert. There are other people yes, who yes. would know all the requirements. But that yes. doesn't sound like it. Uh, that sounds like too much studying. For yes, you. too much studying. If you me. already have a commerce degree, yes. so if you have a, already have a commerce degree, I would probably recommend to you to reach out to CPA BC oh. or whatever province you want to uh -huh. uh, move to. So yes. it could be Ontario, it could be British Columbia, wherever you. So if it's if you want to move to Ontario, Toronto. Yeah. So so could, sorry yeah. sorry sorry. I, would, I you know I would I would like to like you know. Uh, stop 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 here i would like you to stop here sorry that you know see that is what i wanted you are based out of like vancouver is yes. it yes and i i always like you know wanted to go to you know this western part of canada which is the, you know this uh, I, either victoria or vancouver okay. so my question is that you know uh, and and i saw on uh, that you know on that bc website that uh, you know the cpa skill you know this accountancy finance audit skill Mm -hmm. skill you know is uh, is in you know is in that you know in that skill shortage list so do you recommend me to immigrate to uh, bc or somewhere else in canada can you just guide me <laughs> well, i it? guess that's uh, in my personal opinion obviously i live in vancouver so that's going to yeah. be in bc anyway. i've lived here all my life and then yes. i spent uh, several years in um, in london in the uk so that's yeah. and then i grew up in malaysia so that's yeah. the three main places I lived in. Hmm. So I, I like many people, love BC and Vancouver because mm -hmm. it's uh, it is 
the with the weather is probably like the most mild most of mild. all of Canada. Yes. So you know, it's right now it's probably twelve degrees centigrade. It's mm -hmm. maybe drizzling a bit outside. the The winters are short. Uh, the yes. spring, the spring and the rain are long. You yes. can go skiing. You can go to the beach. It's so it's very mild. That's probably yes. and there's there's lots of like outdoor activities: hiking, boating, skiing, going to mm -hmm. the beach, whatever it is. So it, it's a very like mild environment. So that's BC. The job market is probably yeah. okay, considering okay. all of all of like Canada. But I'm like I say, I'm just like a lay person. I'm I'm not a specialist. These, these are just my personal opinions. In yes, my yes, personal yes, opinion, definitely. all the jobs. The best jobs are probably going to be in Toronto. Oh, that's right. Toronto and Montreal. So that's going to okay. be in Ontario and uh, it's going to be in Quebec. Mm -hmm. So most people, I guess, you know, most people avoid like the middle provinces. So Alberta, mm -hmm. Saskatchewan, Manitoba, because they think yeah. there's not really much going on there and the, the winters are cold. So you might cool. be in specific industries. You might be in like oil and gas. You're going to go to like mm. Alberta and, and that sort of thing. So, and there's other mm. reasons to go to like Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Some people don't want to be in a big city. Some people want to, yes. to have a, you know, like big city, yes. they, they, they will want to be in like a smaller town so they can go into yes. like the interior somewhere. Totally nothing wrong with that. I do mm. like a big city. I like big cities. I like big cities. Mm. So, right. Uh, and Vancouver is not like the biggest cities. Vancouver is probably like a small to medium sized city. Oh. And uh, compared to like other cities, what's the main city in Rajasthan? Jaipur. Jaipur? Yeah, okay. So Jaipur, Jaipur is probably going to be like a massive city. <laughs> yes. Right? See, in uh, Jaipur, they have a like, like, you know, population of around 45 lakhs, I would think. Four million. Four, million. four, four and a half million. Okay. I see. So in BC, it's not that big. There's probably about 3 million people in the entire province of BC. Three, four million. I don't know what it is. And in Vancouver and the greater Vancouver is, Vancouver is probably like a million and the greater Vancouver area is probably like another million. So it's like two, three million in Vancouver. But in terms of like global cities, it's probably like a small city. It's not mm. going to be like Toronto or New York. Toronto is like oh. a proper big city that has four oh. or five million people in the city and like endless things to do, you know, art, culture, clubs, sports, whatever. It's like Everything a proper. Vancouver is probably kind of like a adolescent city trying to grow up, right? Trying to grow up. And, yeah. there, and there are some issues that some people think Vancouver is like a, a cold city, hard to make friends, whatever. You have to kind of like uh, speak to people about like the yes. different types of city. Whereas probably in Toronto, it's probably like the East Coast where mm -hmm. people might be, you know, the stereotype is people mm -hmm. are a bit more like hard nosed. All the finance and banking are all there. Oh. All the wealth is over there. There's are a lot of jobs that are, are in mm -hmm. Toronto as well. But it's, cold cold winters and hot hot summers and okay. um you know but it's closer to the east coast it's closer to, like yes. to boston new york montreal so there's, yes. there's many like you know exciting cities over in the east coast so you yes. might have to do a bit of like research as to what you like there's probably yes. large indian population the indian and pakistani populations in bc and there's mm. probably large indian and pakistani populations in toronto it's probably mm -hmm. i don't know probably like equivalent um so it's probably a bit of like personal preference you'll have to yes. decide where you want to go 
Um, but wherever you decide, I would probably reach out. Let's say you love BC and you want to come to BC. Mm -hmm. I, I can put you in contact with some people at CPA BC. And <laughs> you, can, you can probably send them questions. Like, yes. you know, I have a degree in commerce. I have this many accounting. Who mm -hmm. can I send my transcript to so that I can have it like evaluated? And then mm -hmm. they can tell me exactly how many courses you need to take. I wouldn't yes. just sign up to some local college or university. The yes. diploma program sounds like a bit too much for you, I think. Yes. I was just thinking if you translate, maybe you're missing, even if you're missing five classes, you can probably mm. do, you know, one class a quarter, depending on how much time you have part-time. Yes. You know? So then you'd be done in like a year and a half or something. Or yes, like a year. And then, you have, and then once you have all your prerequisites, you just apply mm. for the CPA program mm -hmm. and then once you're in you can start doing the cpa modules so yes. i believe you can start doing the cpa modules even without having a job like you don't need to have a job yes. mm -hmm. uh, because you would need to have a work permit and all that too, or yes. permanent residency to start working so mm -hmm. i believe you can start the pep program the cpa program without having a job or a work permit you, I, you mm -hmm. might just need I don't know, but I think you might need a student visa or something. Student visa for this. Yeah. And I saw that, you know, you have done, you know, that, uh, you know, this DAP from UBC. Yes. So, so, like, you know, can I just, like, you know, get into that? Like, you know, do you, do you, do you like, you know, recommend uh, something like well, this? Well, the DAP program is a diploma program. So it's a one and a half year to two year diploma in accounting program. And mm -hmm. you're right, that's out of the, it's probably like night school out of the University of British Columbia. So for mm -hmm. me, I changed careers when I was 33 years old. Oh, that is so, great. So I was probably older than most people getting into accounting. So mm -hmm. I, that's why I don't think people think, oh, I'm 28, I'm too old. Like, you know, it's ages, whatever mm. you make out of it. Like, I, it's just a number. I, I don't feel old and I don't look old. And so I hey, just curious, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, but that is, the that program are for people who already have a degree and don't really have any kind of accounting background, have never yes. really taken accounting before. Like me, I had, mm. an, arts, I had an arts degree and oh. I had never taken any business courses before, really. Oh. So the, that program made sense for me. I believe you can take some of your prerequisite courses from the mm -hmm. DAP program. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know if that's more expensive or less expensive. You might just be able to find a course from mm -hmm. Thompson Rivers University or something or mm -hmm. Royal Roads University that they mm -hmm. specialize in online learning. I don't oh. know if the DAP program, they probably have adapted now for COVID, but I don't mm -hmm. know. If they might be more expensive or, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's probably mm -hmm. like a diploma program. Diploma program, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I spent two years with the DAP program. I got my a diploma of accounting. Part-time or like full-time? Part-time. Part-time. So, I believe I, I worked during the day. Mm -hmm. And then at night, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I did my courses. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, how many courses did I take? So over three years. Yeah, it was probably three, six, nine, 12. Yeah, it was probably three quarters 
three courses every semester. Okay. So so it was probably like one, two, three, four. So it's four or five semesters or something like that. So I probably four, did fourteen five. courses over a two-year period. Okay. I don't think you need that if you already have a commerce degree and you've already commerce taken. Degree. But you need yes. to get that verified, right? Yes. So don't start anything until you have your transcript from your university of you know in India and your courses. Mm -hmm. You need someone here to say yes, you can transfer yeah. all these credits. And then however many credits you're able to transfer, let's say, you know, let's say they transfer nine credits and then you need to make up five classes, then mm -hmm. at least, you know, and five yes. classes, I don't think you need to do a diploma program. Yes. You can probably do five classes in like a year, part-time yeah, part online studying, and then you're done. And then once you're done, mm -hmm. then you can apply for the PEP program and then mm -hmm. you're in the PEP program. So I think that is the course you should probably take. But you know they like you know they have uh, like you know they have one more you know like you know one big catch in it. I I just like happened to talk to one person you know who was just like pursuing CPA, and mm -hmm. he told me that if you just like you know if you go in bits and pieces, like say if I just like you know go for three four five courses from a university or a college, yeah, just like that like you know without any uh, certification, say like you know without any diploma or a certificate. Yeah. You will not, you know, get a job in Vancouver or in BC because like, you know, you don't have, you know, that so-called, uh, you know, that, uh, that, you know, you haven't studied from, uh, you know, a local college or a school. So, so like, you know, they won't recognize that uh, you might have done something from your, you know, from, from India. Oh, so I for see. that reason, you know, you need to, you know, for that reason, like, you know, you need to go for a, like, you know, full-time course. So that was my biggest thing. That right. So they are talking about having some local credentials. Yes, local to credentials. Give you some credibility to at credibility. least get a job. Get a job, yeah. I think there's probably some truth to that. There's probably some truth to that. As opposed to you have a degree from India and then come here and now you want an accounting job. Why should I hire you? That, that sort of thing. Yes. Whereas yes. you can say, no, I've taken some yes. diploma of accounting at UBC mm -hmm. and then... So there's probably some truth to that, I would say, unfortunately. I personally yes. don't believe in that yes. sort of theory. Mm -hmm. But I understand how some employers, they are looking for credentials and credibility like locally. Yes, locally. I am more of like personal uh, ability. Like if someone yes. can do the accounting, someone can do the accounting. Mm -hmm. uh, if someone has no degree and they can do the accounting, they can do the accounting, right? So it's like, <laughs> it's probably mm -hmm. like personal like ability, really. I, yes. I'm not big on like credentials and degrees and diplomas. I actually think the world may have too much. Yes. Credentials. One should degrees. have skills, yeah. One should yeah. have skills to like, you know, get the job done. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, I'm glad I have a CPA designation. I think that is probably like the biggest asset. Yes. But accounting courses from universities, I, I just don't think they are as like, realistic i think the pep program is great because it combines working and also like real life cases and it kind of combine that together so i think that is very good but university courses i try and stay away <laughs> i try and stay away from those because like very like theoretical it's got nothing to do with like i've got nothing against with, like universities i think if someone wants to do it they can mm -hmm. uh but it's just uh it's it's a lot it's like a lot of money and like a lot of time yes. um, so 
it's probably if you think you have the time to do it and you have the resource and the funds to do it, it yes. probably could be worthwhile. Um, I, I personally would, if I were to do it all over again and I had a degree and I would just try and like work. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I would just try and like work. I would just like send my resumes out and talk to as many people as possible. I mm. would probably work a part-time job, part -time doing, job yeah. doing something completely unrelated and mm. then maybe a part-time job in an accounting or something like that. Yes. That's what that's what I would do. I would just get like really, really good in like whatever skills it is. Mm. Let's say I came to Canada and I had like limited funds. I don't have the time to do like a diploma and go to school, but I have a couple of like, uh, I had everything that I can transfer already. I mm. might just work a part-time thing in like a restaurant and then nighttime I will work a part-time job as like a, like a bookkeeper or something like that. Oh. Right. A bookkeeper for a small business. Mm -hmm. And then Definitely. that way my, my one part-time job allows me to like live and eat and then my other part-time job lets me like improve my skills but my skills and it's probably perfect. better it's probably easier to get a job with like a small business or yes. like a like a small enterprise yes. uh, because then they're not going to care they're not going to really care if you don't have fancy degrees right they yes, just yes. care if you or your your rate is reasonable or your salary is yeah. reasonable and then you can do it the most important thing is yes. whether or not you can do it it's not the case Absolutely. of I, I hire someone with a fancy degree from a fancy university who knows all of the theory about accounting. But he doesn't know how to work. But it. you ask them to do a bank rec and it's like, I don't know how to do a bank rec. Well, then, you know what I mean? One is like the real capability. Yes. One's the real ability, yeah. right? Yes, that's that's why, you know, sometimes what I mean by people think they have fancy degrees and all that, but they don't mm -hmm. really, it, it's almost too confident <laughs> yes. and they don't know how to do. So it's a bit of a balance. I'm more like the practical side when you're starting out is like, like improve your skills. And if mm -hmm. you have like the real skills, people will hire you. People will hire you. Yes. Right. So that's, that's another way of thinking about it. So, but you know, I can do that thing. Like, you know, I can just like, you know, uh, go for like, you know, that uh, particular thing, you know, how, if I get into Canada, say like, you know, in an year or uh, half, Mm -hmm. I would just like, you know, come down to Vancouver. I would just like, you know, just, just like, you know, start working uh, part-time with a, you know, a small firm. And at the same time, I can uh, just like, you know, go for like, you know, these part-time courses. This is, this thing I can do if I have PR in Canada. But uh, since I don't have like, you know, right now I don't have PR and, I, and I'm not hoping to get PR in just like, you know, another six to eight months. So for that reason, you know, for that part, I need to come to Canada as a student, you know, on a study visa. Mm -hmm. So for that, I need to look for like, you know, a structured course that like, you know, only a structured course can give me study, study permit without, if I just like, you know, convinced to this, like, you know, IRCC that, okay, IRCC that, okay, I want to come there. I want to post a CPA. They will not just, like, just issue this study permit. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree. You would have to be probably enrolled in enrolled, an accredited, yeah. you have to be enrolled in an accredited institution, whether it's a college, university, or post-secondary yeah. institution, and start in yes. a course to have a student visa. Yes. That's probably true. Yes. But what I guess what I was suggesting is while you're in India, if you're able to start taking 
online courses that can that, that is something yeah that is something you might as well do it that that's the piece that i would research uh, that's why i would i would ask people it's like if you're missing three or four courses can you do those courses in in india that way by the time you get yeah. here you have all your prerequisites and then you might be able to just i don't know if the pep program is a is a accredited <laughs> for hmm. it doesn't sound like you've, you've done your research and you, you don't think that it would be a, an accredited program to for immigration for no no it is not, uh, it's not no no see i know uh see like you know uh i can i can go to cpa wsb you know this you know western uh business school right and i can like you know i can go for you know this prerequisite courses but these prerequisite courses are are part time and for part time you know we cannot get study permit oh, any right. part time study we cannot get get any student permit i can see that yeah so i guess there is a whole but, visa but component think, yeah but 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 sense. i think that that thing should work that uh, i should like you know send my send like you know all my transcripts to cpa body and they will just like you know evaluate my degree and they would give me like you know certain credits and they would just tell me that okay chetan you need to go for these uh, five to six courses so these courses i can uh, attempt from uh, so, you know from my home i think that yeah. should work that should work i think yeah i think you you just need a little bit more research as to who you can get yes. your transcript evaluated yes transcript once they can tell you what you need yes they might even be able to answer some visa questions although they or they they might be able to direct you to who can answer your visa <laughs> questions like yes, what kind absolutely. of visa the student visa so you need to get that all sorted out and then yes. and, and then at least you'll know like the path forward i think that's probably yes. a good way to go but you do bring up a good point you can't just show up in canada as like, i want to take yes. like two part time courses yeah yes. they're probably not going to give you like a student like a student visa <laughs> uh yeah so that's true that's that's uh, so that's a good point i haven't really thought about that but obviously if you're looking to do it you would have uh you so there are there are some visa and uh prerequisite issues that you should probably sort out mm-hmm. yeah and it didn't like you know do you do you enjoy what you do like you know you you are like you're working nine to five and all and you know it is like all like you know audit account all always like you know in your mind is it like you know something that you know when you go home after like you know after like you know this gruesome day you feel satisfied okay i have done something that uh, is well that's a tricky question because when i was in cooking mm-hmm. the high i was just talking about this the other day it's with someone else on the podcast so the highs are very like this feels amazing when things go well in cooking yes Yes. But when things don't go well at work then the low is like really low. Oh. Like you feel horrible. But when you, the yes. things are good you feel amazing. Yes. <laughs> But mm. it's also a very physically demanding job and you're mm. not working 8 hours you're working 9 10 11 12 13 oh, 14 15 16 17 18 hours. Oh. oh yeah. So that that was the cooking world, right? Mm. Especially in like the UK and in London and England and Europe. Yeah, it could be, you know, multiple hours. So when I changed careers, I wanted to work for a public accounting firm mm-hmm. and I got into audit and mm-hmm. it was the same. It was the same thing. The highs are really high when your project goes really well, it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. And when uh things are 
not doing as well. Like your client is yelling at you and uh, you know, the project is behind and uh, there's issues and problems, then the, the low mm. is really low. And you mm. could be working eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hours. <laughs> so oh. it was almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So once I qualified as a CPA, I quit that job. Mm-hmm. And then I went to work in um, an industry, essentially. I worked for, I worked for a company. And company, those are company. more reasonable hours. Um, you know, it could be seven, eight, nine, ten hours, right? Oh, yeah. That's so it was a bit more reasonable. Um, then I tried different things. I tried internal audit. I tried financial reporting. Mm-hmm. And so now where I am, I'm a controller. So essentially, I oversee the controls and financial reporting of the organization and yeah no i enjoy it because that fits my personality that fits my personality in that i like a diverse uh skill sets i I like Mm -hmm. talking to people i like uh, looking at controls i like looking analyzing finance i like preparing financial Mm -hmm. statements so i'm a person who can wear many hats so the role fits me really well so you'll have to think about what you like are you yes. more like a numbers person? Do you not like working with other people? Do you yes. like uh, doing calculations for finance? Or do you like analyzing controls or preparing financial state? Do you like tax? Or maybe you don't even want to do pure accounting. Maybe you just want your CPA designation and then you can go do something else. You mm. can work in operations or you can work in business development or you can work in marketing or whatever it okay. is. Because it's just, it's a designation that gives you sort of the business credentials, mm-hmm. business, yeah. you know, I guess a foundation so that you can go do whatever you want. And some people get into other things not related to accounting. So that's why I think it's a very powerful certificate designation because it is just gives you a base. Yes. It gives you a base and it gives you credibility so that people know that you're a trusted advisor and then you can work for an organization or work for yourself. Mm. Right. So that's why people like it. That's why people so it gives you a bit of like stability and Mm. the job market is pretty good. And if you don't like one thing, you can move on to another thing. So it gives you that flexibility. It gives you that flexibility also. It's not like you can you start your can you can you start your own like venture? Like, you know, can you start your own firm if you want to? Yeah, you can, start like your own firm. you can start oh. your own firm. Um, if you, you, you can start your own firm for accounting, you have to have a certain work experience if you want to uh, do audits. That's the only difference. Oh. So oh. you've never done any auditing. You've never worked for a public accounting firm. I believe you cannot start your own firm and audit oh. if you've never oh, had yeah, that yeah. experience. Hmm. which is not a problem and if I you think. and like say if you want to like you know start your own venture say like you know if you want to like you know get into some sort of you know say you know uh then i think you know you would have that acumen to use uh like you know your financial or your accounting skills in, into that in you know into this business does it make sense yeah yeah that makes sense because sure. see like you know if a person who is from some other background say like you know from uh like you know like say uh, you know he has a domain knowledge of that particular business right uh, and like he start doing you know that business he wouldn't know you know uh, you know you know this accounting finance and uh, that part of side you know that side he you know he would need to hire or like you know he like you know he wouldn't know that part 
so if you are cpa and you start your your own business say if you if you just like you know start your own own store in vancouver say mm-hmm. you have started your own like chocolate factory sure you wouldn't know like you know uh, everything about like you know how to procure chocolate you know how to procure that that raw material how you can like you know improve this you know production and all does it make sense isn't it it well i guess that's the that's like a million dollar question right it's like what kind of background <laughs> would make the best entrepreneur yeah <laughs> uh not every accountant is like an entrepreneur but they might be they might be good at like numbers they might be good at finance they might be good at uh, recording transactions they might be good at raising funds or whatever mm-hmm. it is but they're not all entrepreneurs i yeah. i'm an accountant and uh, you know i've i'm not on i've i might try some business things on the side but i'm mm-hmm. not like extremely successful i don't have my own company or anything um uh, so so there's that some entrepreneurs and business people they grew up with no money and they never even went to school but they're yes. like extremely successful right successful yes so part of that is like luck hard work skills determination um you know uh having like creativity and there's so many yeah. other aspects to like the business that as an accountant you might not know yeah. like you said procurement or marketing or sales or logistics mm-hmm. or there's so many like different things right um yes. so that's what i mean that's why there's like entrepreneurial courses or some people just mm-hmm. learn on the streets by doing it right yes so, um, so yeah i mean that that's why that's like a whole different thing do some accountants become their own business uh, uh do they own their own business yeah they do and they're probably having a finance or accounting background might help them with the finance or accounting but yes. they may still need to hire some people with other areas of expertise yes. so they might Absolutely. need they they might even need to hire an accountant at least they know something about the accounting but they yes. may need to hire an accountant they may need to hire someone in sales marketing operations warehousing mm-hmm. they may need like a a, man, a general manager like there's so many different things like business mm-hmm. um so it all depends right? it kind it of all depends. Depends but if you had a cpa designation it would probably only help if one day you wanted to have your own business <clears throat> right? it's not going to hurt it um, yes so there's there's that well, that that is that perfectly makes sense and yeah. like you know uh, that you know okay that that is great because like i also like you know like vancouver a lot so i also like you know if i start uh, towards this cpa designation i want to like you know move to vancouver so uh, like i have heard like you know a lot of like you know bad things about vancouver that they say that you know you cannot like you know get your get your own apartment in like after 10 years or like 15 years even if you work harder so they say that you know it is hard to make a living in you mean uh, well it's not easy <laughs> <laughs> the real estate prices in vancouver are like off the charts oh it's it's probably extremely difficult to own your own house now oh i don't even own my own house i live in like a in like a condo a condo, condo. you might be able to like afford uh, or a flat a flat or a condo you might be able to but, afford but but say like you know if you want to move to langley or say like you know to coquitlam or like you know a, a little bit further yeah so can you just can you just like you know come come down to work to vancouver is it like feasible you can you can yeah it's not a problem 
And like, you know, be. still you can, it's still you can, you know, you can own your 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 own house. Probably you. not. Probably not. <laughs> no. Oh, and there also won't be There's able to. so much real estate that is all skyrocketed in prices. Oh. So even Langley. So who? Yeah, Langley is like the new places. Like it's hot. It's hot for like a retail in uh, in real estate. It's going oh. out. You're going out like a huge distance now. So whoever said that is probably true. There is a problem with uh, affordable housing. Affordable housing in this area, and uh, Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal are probably all in the same boat. Oh, the where same boat, yeah. real estate prices have like skyrocketed, and mm-hmm. now people are looking for all kinds of like small towns to move to, especially now that you can do your work remotely. Remotely, yes. Oh, yes. why can't I move to some town in the middle of like nowhere <laughs> and then do my work mm-hmm. remotely? So if that's something that could be an option. You just have to find mm-hmm. some job that is okay with you working remotely, and then you can you can go live in Prince Edward Island on a small island, yeah. coast, and then do your and probably afford a house, right? Yeah, so that, that's can, one you know, option. We can you know afford like you know I, I would say like you know a bungalow out there. You can so that's one option is working in this modern world with technology. Mm. You could probably do that. You just need to find the right employer. That's one option. The other option is that you don't have to own. You can just rent. Like there's a lot of countries where people just rent like their whole lives and are perfectly happy. Yeah, so, they are, they are yeah. Happy. Sometimes there is this sense that in for some reason in North America there's this idea that you haven't really been successful in your life until you own your own house. I think that is. I think that's stupid, actually. <laughs> this is. This is. I think now people don't care about like you know owing something because like you know they do enjoy their life like you know without owing something. So uh, if we compare our life with them, I think uh, yeah. they are like you know more more happier than us. You could just uh, you could just rent. As I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure in some parts of India now, some people don't even buy a car. They probably have many different car services. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, see, I see, like you know, I, I, like you know, I'll just, I'll just tell you, I, I used to live in South India for like three years. It is like you know, uh, quite far away from my place, mm-hmm. and uh, I would have like you know a car on my own. That car was like you know rental car. I used to like you know give them a rent per per uh, month, and I would just like you know use that car just yeah. like my own. Yeah. And uh, when you know last year when this like you know COVID nineteen happened. I just like you know, uh, just like you know, cancel my service, and I, I just like you know, move back to my home in yeah. in Rajasthan. Yeah, this so that was just like, yeah, yeah, no, I, perfect. And that's not, but some people need to. Oh, I need to own my car. It's it's my baby, and and all yeah. that, right? <laughs> Which is fine, but then you have to pay for insurance, parking, yeah. gas, maintenance. Everything. Yes. That Everything. is just extra cost. Whereas, like, there's probably one. There's probably multiple services in your city yes. alone. Where you can just yes. jump into a car, drive here, and you're good, right? And then yes. that's it. Same with like you can do renting. You want to own your house? You got owning a house in in Canada is extremely. There's like mowing the lawn, shoveling snow, repairing the oh. hot water tank. The roof is coming down. Then uh, if your house is like a million dollars, the property tax is going to be five thousand, so six thousand. Yes. You can just rent and never have any of those problems, right? Yes. So absolutely. So yeah, there's this. Sometimes there's this idea that owning is better than renting. That's probably it. Just you know, depends mm. on what, what you want. If someone, oh. 
wants to have a house because it means something to them and it's their baby <laughs> then you <laughs> have to be willing idea. to then you have to be willing to spend a lot of your money that you yes. work hard for to go to the house <laughs> right me personally i like i like experiences I think experiences are more important than like material things. Me personally. Yeah, I have heard that thing. Yeah, like you know, from I yeah. think from Eckhart Tolle, I have heard the thing from. Eckhart Tolle. If I had like a thousand dollars, I'd much rather travel or eat oh. some food. So yeah. I have thought I I want to go. I want to go to like New Zealand and Australia and Africa and India and uh, mm-hmm. you know Venezuela and and see different things and see different sites mm-hmm. and try different foods and meet different people and speak different languages. I think those mm-hmm. kind of experiences like enrich people and can make them mm-hmm. better. Yes. And then some people like uh, you know they like a Rolex watch and they like us you know they, they want like a <laughs> Louis Vuitton bag and a like and a, and a BMW so those are more like material things. Material things. For me, I try and like you know, for me, it's not as important. So it oh, depends great. on on you. So you can live in Vancouver. It's an expensive city. Is is it the most expensive city in the world? Probably not. But in real estate, it probably is. Yes. Um, so there's there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons to everything. I think you can people can try and like live anyway. You just like adapt, right? You just yes. adapt. If you were moving to like Asia, hmm. if you were moving to like Singapore, Taiwan, or Hong Kong, there's no house. No, there's no house. There's no house. You're probably living in like a little flat that's like you know whatever, two hundred square meters or five hundred square yeah. feet, and then that's it. Nice. And that's it. And some people have like that in the whole lives. Some people have like a whole family in like yes. in like a tiny apartment and. Yes. Yeah, perfect, yeah, perfectly happy, right? So even in, yeah, even in, even in, in like you know, even in uh, in you know, in our country, India, like if you go to Bombay or or even to like Delhi, yeah, it is the same story that yeah. you know we have, yeah, that you know Delhi population is like close to twenty five million. Yeah. So how one can afford a house? House is something that is uh, you know a distant dream for them. I would just say this, uh, you know. If you're in India, you probably see a lot of, like poverty as well. Some people yeah. don't even have a house and have to like yes. sleep in, have a, a house at all. in a shack. You probably see yes. that. And I've seen that in my life. And there's other people who have gone through wars and there's still wars today. And there's people who have died of like COVID. So yes. however much you're struggling, you're probably still doing better than like a lot of people. Right. A lot of people, yeah. The that fact that we're good. on the fact that we're on some sort of like Zoom call talking about our aspirations and what we can do in accounting, that's like nothing compared to like some people who have Those died people, from like yeah. died from like COVID or COVID, they're living yeah. in a they're living in a dungeon somewhere because of like you know trafficking and uh, yes. child labor or we've yes. seen things uh, you know that that no one else like stuff like that right so yes. we we can be grateful for our lives and however difficult it is it's not so bad because we're living in 2021 with all this technology it's already better yes. than someone who was born in like i don't know europe in like 1920 right yes so yeah so you look at that perspective and everything's possible i think right? it's possible in yeah, this. everything's possible everything is not a big deal and uh, whatever issues come up you might hear different pe- things from different people. I yes. know that people tend to be negative. <laughs> yes. Just naturally. Most of people do. I yeah. try to be more positive because I think positivity is just a bit more practical. 
yeah it, you, you know there's, there's negative people and there's positive people and sometimes people are a little bit both but positive mm. means you can do anything you can do anything right you could, you could, you're lucky you where you're born and you can do what you want to do positive then, positivity like you know is like you know is 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 like you know uh, is something to do with like you know possibility in life yeah. if you have possibility in life you know you are positive yeah so you That said you how like 30 years old yeah i'll be uh, i'll be 30 this uh, august yeah so i changed my career and i started from zero at 33 so you're already 3 years ahead of me so you could <laughs> you could spend 3 years and uh, and try and figure stuff out and completely fail and make all kinds of mistakes and you're yes. still 3 years ahead of me so ahead of, ahead of no years. worries as long as you're still alive <laughs> and you have your health then you're winning that's how yeah. i'm looking at it right so that's so that's right. why that's why there's no problems There shouldn't mm. be any problems. I have no problems. I don't make mistakes. Awesome, <laughs> no, man. Awesome. You're a positive person. Yeah, so there's no mistakes to make. You just try some stuff, and if it doesn't work, then you go this way. If that yes. doesn't work, then you go this way. That's just like life. It's like organic. Is it is just like life? Yeah, exactly. Organic. If the tree g- grows this way and it hits a wall, then it just grows this way. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just, awesome, yeah. awesome idea. Yeah, the tree doesn't go. Oh, like life is not fair. Mm. Whatever, you know. Like it just that's it. It's just so. <laughs> uh, that's anyway. That's probably my last kind of like little piece of advice for you. Uh, hopefully, awesome. this chat helps. Uh, a lot, a lot. If you have a any lot. other questions, feel free to put down your questions and i will awesome. connect you with someone with cpabc yes yes and then yes, they sure. can they can probably direct you to who can answer your questions who yes. can uh, review your transcript and then then you're yes. on your way and uh, first thing know like you know we, first thing like you know first thing we would just you know start you know with this you know with this uh, transcription thing exactly. that i'll just you know to whom i can send my transcript and then you know they can just judge and just see that okay yeah, that's where do i need to go step. that's the yeah, number that's one step that you step. need to do and i can uh, i'll i'll keep you in touch with someone and then awesome. then you're on your way and then let me know drop me drop me a dm and let me know how you're awesome. doing awesome i'll do and, i'll do uh, one day maybe if you're in canada we'll like uh, meet up or something i was just about to say that thing i was just yeah, about to say that. <laughs> sure. all right chatan nice to meet you and uh, good nice luck with everything and uh, yeah all, all the best stay safe so that's it for the podcast guys i really like that little tree analogy that i had in the end uh, just made that one right on the spot uh, if you have any questions for me you can reach out to me it's at adrian@adrian-law.ca or dm me directly on linkedin i'm happy to meet people and uh, on linkedin or through email they have questions a lot of questions about the CPA program or career change or different career paths to take whether it's public practice or going through industry and what the CPA you know profession is like all kinds of different questions uh, don't be shy have a bit of courage be organized send me those questions and i will see you real soon at the very next episode bye guys take care it's Adrian Law here i'm out thank you for listening and if you enjoyed this episode Please take a moment to follow, rate and share the podcast. Tune in next time when your host Adrian Law delves into the wonderful world of Vancouver accounting experience.